Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And yeah. You know, we got to get them here. Yeah, CW is like a black guy stuck in a hillbilly body. So back to the Jewish thing. It's, it's Iron Sheik's wrestling, this mighty Maccabee. And they have Ken, is it Ken Resnick? The old AWA. Oh, my God. Yeah, this yeah. guy spent all this money. And Kalua is doing doink. And Kalua, they, they wanted Kalua to be doing, <laughs> and they wanted just like a job guy for him. So here, I got a job. You know, Kalua brings me, and Kalua is the biggest river in the world. Like, if you meet Kalua, he's real quiet and stuff like that, and so you get to know him. And then, you know, then you just realize what kind of river he is. He goes, Steve, you're going to love the show. It's, you know, 400 Jewish people and stuff like that. He goes, but the main event is the Mighty Maccabee versus the Iron Sheik. And you know the Sheik, you know. You get him in front of a microphone. And Mighty Maccabee goes, Sheiky, you know, please, please get some heat, you know. <laughs> Ken Resnick goes, we're back here. And it's in, the, it's in the back of the locker room. We're back here at the, uh, I wish I knew what the thing was called. Because me, Devin Storm, Ace Darling. Devin Storm and Ace Darling were like the wrestling match. They were the first ones. Uh, and the, they'll tell you the same story. And we're all sitting there. It's Kalua, me. Kalua has Doink. Has Doink number 32. Uh, me, uh, Devin, and Ace. You know, we're the young guys plus Kalua. And they go, Sheik, you know, tonight you got the mighty Maccabee. Out of town! Oh, you no good Jews out there with your cheap, your cheapness, and you're running to Hollywood, and you steal from the good Muslim people. I'd tell all of you, you should have died all in World War II. And everybody's kind of no-selling, except for Devin Storm, Ace Darling, Steve Kramer, King Kahlo, as well. I'd tell if a great leader, Adolf Hitler, was alive right now, he'd have given me the ED to take a jabron and Maccabee down and kill you with the camouflage. Ah, oh, you'll see that. God the hell, you. And they go, and Ken Resnick's all red busy. He goes, and we'll go back to the ring. And it goes dark, and everybody goes, and she goes, and Maccabee, do you like a promo? And, and, and Maccabee goes, um, it was, it was good. And they're playing these promos before the guys come out to the ring. So we're sitting there, and I go, oh, my God. And Kalua is in hysterics. no one else is really watching the promo. Kalua is in hysterics going, wow, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Me, Ace, and, and Devin with a, like, a combined age of like 22 are going, oh, my God, we've just seen racism at its most extreme. Yeah, so they do this thing, and like there's like the little Titantron, and there's 400 Jewish people in this little building. <laughs> I'll tell you all Jewish people, you run into Hollywood, you steal from the Muslim people, right? And this guy comes out, and she comes out, and there's total silence, because these Jewish people can't even believe that he said it. You just see one clown laughing in the back of the <laughs> Hey, Bubba, did I get a good heat for you? Some people, they were stunned silent. Oh. So, oh, my God, this is the God. wacky world of pro wrestling. That's fantastic.
Oh, it's my favorite. You run the Hollywood. I hope you get that cheek. A good heat, Baba. That's another guest to get in the future. Iron Cheek. <laughs> that would be a blast if we could have Cheeky Baby on the show. Honestly, an interview with Iron Cheek would either go five minutes because we'd offend him and he'd just hang up, or it'd go three hours because he wouldn't get him to shut up. <laughs> and if we ask him like something to make him shut up, he'll just hang up on us. Uh, by the way, I wanna I we forgot to mention um not only NWA Ringside dot com for all your NWA needs along with the NWA uh television show that airs right there on the website, but also our good friend Stevie J, who has allowed us to take over his website um, is got a big interview up right now on AngryMarks.com with MMA fighter, crime fighter, superhero, Phoenix Jones. And he's on there right now. You can go back on demand and uh, listen to that radio interview at AngryMarks.com. Those um, marks are angry. Yes, they are. And so now after all that, it's time to talk about wrestling. <laughs> uh, almost, it's almost a, uh, it's anticlimactic at this point, but uh, let's yeah. see what we can do. <laughs> WrestleMania went Hollywood with one of the best matches in WrestleMania history and one that unfortunately gets very little airtime talked about ever since, Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. They Classic. had amazingly, amazingly, they had never wrestled before. They were kept far, far apart from each other, one on Raw, one on SmackDown, for over three years, until finally they went head-to-head at WrestleMania and just had, in my mind, one of the top five matches in WrestleMania history. I'll give you that. Um, shock, Even more shocking... Not only do they have the five-star match everyone is expecting, Kurt Angle, the heel, won clean with the ankle lock. That, I think, was more surprising than anything. Yes. Um, This show also, you know, after you take away the Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle match, is best remembered for the, not the WrestleMania debuts, but the coming of age of... Dave Batista and John Cena. They both went from lower card matches at WrestleMania 20 to the main events. Uh, and they both, you know, went on to bigger and better things. John Cena, of course, becoming the biggest star on the company. And Batista, you know, no slouch there for many years. He had a big top run himself. Yes, that he did. And, of course, we're still playing up with John Cena to this day, just as while the Chiefs is out making movies. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I would rather watch John Cena than Roman Reigns most weeks. Yeah, but at WrestleMania, I'd rather see Roman Reigns win than, you know, Cena. We'll, we'll see what happens at WrestleMania. Honestly, I think that Lesnar match... I don't know why I have more faith in Brock Lesnar matches than most other people, because I had a lot more faith in Mania 29 against Hunter and a lot more faith in Mania 30 against Undertaker. 
than what actually happened. And I've got faith that this match WrestleMania 31 is going to be pretty good. Oh, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be phenomenal. I mean, but it's just that I don't know. Uh, well, this was also the debut of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be called the Hollywood Dreams ladder match, and Rob Van Dam and the winner was going to get to pick anything he wanted as his prize, and Rob Van Dam was going to win and bring back ECW. And oh, among other things, yeah, among other things, Van Dam got injured, and they ended up changing the idea to what became the Money in the Bank ladder match. Thank God for that. <laughs> um, it was the Shelton Benjamin show, and it's sad that you know, Shelton Benjamin ended up falling flat within a few months because this really was his showcase match. Uh, there were two moments that got replayed for years, one where uh, the ladder was against the ropes. He ran up it, springboarded off the ladder, which was on the ropes, and did a flip dive onto everyone. And the other one was when Jericho was at the top reaching for the briefcase, Shelton ran up the ladder in one swift motion and clotheslined Jericho off the top. Mm. Yes, those moments are played quite frequently, or were played quite frequently for a while. Thankfully, of course, the one moment of WrestleMania 21 that does not get played frequently is Big Show versus Ake Bono in a sumo match. Dear God, Big Show in a sumo wrestling attire. God, all the fall. What is it called? A uh, Sirachi? Whatever that's called. He, he I was in the a sumo diaper. diaper. Yeah, he, he was in the sumo diaper. And uh, <laughs> it was it was something. Um, that's other than that, you know, by the way, I'll point this out. You know, the, I still think that sumo match was not worse than Trish Stratus versus Christy Hemme. Because there was, yeah. a, as weird as it sounds, there was a degree of athleticism. Even though it was two 500-pound guys running at each other, there was still something to Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not saying just sumo wrestling or anything, but that, it does take some uh, athletic, athleticism, whatever you want to call it. Athleticism. Be a sumo wrestler. It's not just it's you shoving your weight around. It's you know, it takes skill and strength for sure. Um, so that was WrestleMania 21, which was you know mostly a thumbs up mania. The two title matches were kind of mad, but still. Yeah. The fast forward I mean, here. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the times of the matches and considering JBL and John Cena went went shorter than. All but one match, all but two matches. Yeah, they could have got some more time, I think. Well, that was also because they were running long at the end. Like that first hour of the show, they did two matches: the Eddie Ray yeah. match and then the Money in the Bank match. And then they, uh, I forget if they did Piper's Pit or the. No, it was actually the Eugene segment. I think they did. They had Eugene go out and play to the crowd. Then they had Muhammad Hassan come out and rip on Eugene, and they had Hogan go out and knock out Hassan and Davari. And yes. that was the first hour of WrestleMania. I saw that part. <laughs> yes. um, and then, uh, so we go to WrestleMania 22 a year later in Chicago for, and perhaps, you know, the most interesting part of the weekend 
was Bret Hart's return to WWE after almost a decade to go into the Hall of Fame. Bret told everyone for weeks that he was not going to attend WrestleMania, and WWE tried to force him to go there contractually and uh, push come to shove. Bret, man of his word, did not show up at WrestleMania. They were nice enough by well, they had Howard Finkel go on and announced that Bret Hart was uncomfortable attending the show and didn't bury him, didn't knock him, didn't do anything like that. So that worked out well and led to future business. Uh, WrestleMania 22, it's almost a forgotten WrestleMania, but it was kind of weird. They didn't have like that one all-time great WrestleMania match that you kept seeing for years. But they didn't have anything so horrifyingly bad that you were going to, like, just remember for years later. Mm-hmm. Like, the main things to remember about this show was that, A, they gypped Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, and Randy Orton. They they were out of time, so they got nine and a half minutes. And that match, if they had five, six more minutes, that could have been one of the ten best matches in Mania history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, they had 10 minutes and they rushed through everything they could think of. Um, The main event was perhaps John Cena's official induction as the top guy. As at WrestleMania, in the main event, he cleanly made Triple H tap out. And Mm -hmm. uh, it was a combination of that and just that, that really good feud he had with Edge for most of 2006, that finally cemented Cena as the top guy. Unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Also on the show of note, Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon had a match. It really wasn't anything pretty. And you knew it ahead of time. Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon were not going to have the four and three-quarter star uh, match that Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle had, they they weren't even going to have the Shawn Michaels-Rick Flair match. They were going to have just a brutal-looking match with a shit ton of smoke and mirrors, um, including uh, Shane McMahon and the Spirit Squad all getting involved. Oh, God, whatever happened to the Spirit Squad? I don't know. The, the, what, the one guy, what was his name? Oh, Nikki. Nikki, yeah. He became an absolute no one. Oh. Yes. Um, but, yeah. But either way, Edge, by the way, moment of this WrestleMania, well, there are two moments that you can sort of look back at now. One was, of course, Edge spearing Mick Foley off the ring apron through a flaming table and Edge coming up convulsing, yeah. which led to a um, I forget if this was during his comedy show or if this was at the Hall of Fame induction where he noted that uh, after the match was over, he gets to the back and his wife is like, oh, my God, is Edge okay? And Mick, who's not, <laughs> who didn't know that Edge was convulsing, he's like, well, I'm good too, thank you. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had to be during his comedy went, set because I was just, I was just watching uh, the Hall of Fame ceremonies, Edge and Edge and Nick Foley went in the following year, and I didn't see anything about that. Okay. So. But, yeah. Um, 
And the other one was, and this became a much bigger deal later, was CM Punk was a part of John Cena's entrance. Yeah. Uh, John Cena did the gangster entrance. He had a Tommy gun. He had his own little gangsters running around. And among them were Ace Steel and CM Punk. Yes. And Chicago's own CM Punk. Yes. But overall, like, there was nothing bad about this WrestleMania. It's just, you know, nothing that you, you were going to remember. Stood out. Yeah, yeah. Except, you know, the boogeyman defeated Booker T and Charmel in about two minutes. The official time was 3.43. Oh, wow. They they even went four minutes. Okay. <laughs> and don't forget the casket match between The Undertaker and Mark Henry. Come on now. Hey, Undertaker. Undertaker did his once-a-year dive over the ropes and over the casket. Yep. And then the MITB is Mr. Rob Van Dam. And then casting it in when the odds were extremely in his favor. At the ECW one-night stand pay-per-view. Yes. Yes. Featuring the classic oh, okay. sign of Cena wins, we riot. You know, Brian, you were talking about the Hall of Fame, and as a matter of fact, my uh, ticket to the Hall of Fame just came in the mail today. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Yes, I do want a cookie, thank you. And while I eat the cookie, I'm going to play this this moment from the Hall of Fame a few years ago. I've done that with all the MMA guys in the UFC and uh, all the martial arts guys. I was at a in Tropic Canada. They were giving out awards for everybody. And I, I... they couldn't pull me. This man did. In my basement. And uh, he's going to go to college after he wins everything in the, at the high school level. He's got one more year. But anyway. I'm done! <laughs> Mr. McMahon, I needed a signal. <laughs> anyway. Crossface chicken wing, young man. Anyway, I love all of you. I love life. I think the family is the most important unit on the face of this earth. I don't think government can fix it. I think you can. And I don't care if they don't want me to have a good day or not. I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to keep fighting. And I know Andrew Cavana is going to get better every day of his life, and he's not going to regress. Thank you, Triple H. He'd do it, but he's got a big match tomorrow night, and I respect him for it. I am not ripping my pants on this thing. Okay, you got it. Good luck tomorrow night. You know, these uh, little audio interludes that we do, um, 
you know, not only are they, you know, a nice little break for us to take a deep breath, take a drink of whatever, uh, and, you know, perhaps, uh-huh. perhaps laugh at the, some of the wackiness. I also get to get done some work on my end, as I'm right now sending Stevie J my NXT audio update for tonight, uh, which, uh-huh. yes, I did watch and review the uh, Columbus, Ohio NXT show already. Right. Sorry, Brian. It's okay, no problem. I'll, I'll forgive you. Did you watch the show yet? Not yet, no. <laughs> Are you even going to bother? Probably, maybe. Is, is my boy on there? Nope. Did he even make an appearance? Nope. Then no, I'm not going to watch it. Well, you're not really... It, it was unique because they taped somewhere else, but to be honest, like it was a real skippable show. What was the main event? Uh, it was Kevin Owens versus Alex Riley. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. I'm sure Owens kicked the shit out of him. It, it went five minutes. I think Riley got one offensive maneuver the entire match. It was a spine buster when he made his comeback, and Owens kicked his ass the rest of the time. And it was basically there to set up the Finn Balor match next week, which uh, I'll be mid-flight for. Is that is that is that like an arrival pay per view? Uh no, it's just a random show. Oh, is it a non title match or is it for the title? No, and it's a title match. It's just you know, it's not oh. arrival, it's not takeover, it's just an episode of NXT. Yeah, kind of weird, but okay. WrestleMania twenty three. The most bought pay per view in WWE history to this day. And barring the network collapsing, will forever hold that title. Um, this show, honestly, is my favorite WrestleMania of all time. Yeah. It had, yeah. it had three amazing matches. Uh, and by the way, all three matches, uh, well, at least two of the three of them, were redone at Backlash to an extent. And they're even better at Backlash. So if you want a great show, also Backlash 2007. WrestleMania 2000, or I'm sorry, yeah, WrestleMania 2007, WrestleMania 23, it was the Battle of the Billionaires, hair versus hair, uh, Vince McMahon's hair versus Donald Trump, with Umaga versus Bobby Lashley. Mm. This match, I, I thought it was a very good match. A lot of people seem mm-hmm. to not like it as much as I did, but screw them. Um, there were basically four main events on the show, and they were interspersed between the other four, quote-unquote, normal matches. They had the Money mm-hmm. in the Bank match, they had Lashley Umaga, they had Batista Undertaker, and they had John Cena, Shawn Michaels. And all four delivered. Uh, the Money in the Bank and the two title matches were easily three of the best 15 to 20 matches in WrestleMania history. Um, and you could honestly sit and say that any one of those three could be best match of the night, depending on, you know, your thought process. Batista and Undertaker felt that Batista Undertaker felt slighted that, you know, Undertaker won the Royal Rumble and got the main event in WrestleMania and they were halfway through the show. And so Batista, yes, 
And this was the first time they wrestled. So, of course, now we've seen them wrestle two dozen times, and it's not really that special. But that match was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Undertaker, of course, won. But uh, it was just a great show. You know, there were two stinkers, but there were two stinkers everyone knew were going to suck ahead of time with Kane and the great Kali and Molina versus Ashley. Okay, Brian, you watch. You watch the best Kane versus the great Kali. No. Uh, it was the lowest rated match, uh, a point oh five, a point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. By who? Even uh, blah, 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 blah. Canadian online explorer writers Dale Toomer and Nick Twolock. I don't know. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And the funny thing is, they had an eight man tag with the ECW Originals versus the New Breed. It basically ended up being a throwaway five-minute match. And then they had a match on ECW two nights later under Extreme Rules. And if that match was on WrestleMania, it would have it may have been the second or third best match on the show. Yeah, I remember that. So, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just had – this was the peak of WWE, I think, you know. Uh, just an amazing show up and down. Easy thumbs up. If you've never seen it, you know, in my opinion, you need to go out of your way to watch it. Um, WWE in 2007 was cursed. It's too bad we never did see the end of the cena Shawn Michaels rivalry um, because I'm convinced Shawn was going to turn heel at some point um, because yeah. they kept building it up that Shawn could not beat John Cena and... Something was gonna go. Something was gonna give. This is true. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, of course, won Money in the Bank and became the first person to win the briefcase and not even uh, cash in for a title shot. He Former lost Kennedy. the edge on a. Yes, he lost it to Edge on a Raw that Brian attended, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I did. And then Edge won the world title the next night. Your thoughts on this WrestleMania, Brian? It was pretty good. Um, Definitely pretty good. Um, It wasn't too bad. But you said a lot lot of good matches. There There was a lot of good matches. Of course, the two stinkers, but... That was good. Mm. WrestleMania 24 was newsworthy for a number of reasons. Um, Edge got to close the show. And you know the reason why they closed the show with him, right? No, why? Well, that and the Ric Flair match were the only two main events that were going to have a babyface winning. And they offered... Uh, Flair, the main event spot, he turned it down. Uh, mm. Of course, Ric Flair's last WWE match. Unfortunately, his last match ever was that horrible one with Sting in TNA. But what can you do? <laughs> yeah. mm. Um, he lost to Shawn Michaels. Floyd Mayweather was there, and he knocked out the Big Show. In yeah. A, surpri- a surprisingly good match. Yeah. 
It was Floyd Mayweather versus the Big Show, Brian. What the hell were you expecting going in? <laughs> That's true, I guess. <laughs> um, and this was also the WrestleMania where the power went out. The match, a match was so bad, the power went out during the match. It was mm. a funny mania. Uh, it was uh, it was Molina and Beth Phoenix versus Ashley Massaro and Maria, and halfway through the match, all the lights in the arena went off. The lights and went out in the stadium. Yes, and they didn't come back on, by the way, until the next match, which was Cena, Orton, and Triple H. Yes. Um, I know, right? I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this Mania, I think, I feel. It was a a pretty decent little WrestleMania. Yeah. My favorite part of the entire weekend. You know, WWE did invade TNA, Brian, on uh, the live impact uh, three days before WrestleMania. Um, who do we see in the crowd but Robbie McAllister of the Highlanders? Oh, right. who, Maybe that's why he, he wasn't even on the show. Nope, he was not because he was sent home. Like they, uh, mm-hmm. He got a text message saying that he was just shown on television and to leave the arena now. And uh, he basically lost not his the, job over it. Not the Bears, too, so he said, yeah. Let's go check out the competition. It's actually funny because, you know, TNA, you could, I don't know, you want to blame TNA for this because they didn't have to show that he was sitting in the crowd. Yeah, you know? come on now. Like, especially if Russo was in charge then? Yeah. Come on. Well, A, they didn't have to show him in the crowd, but B, they had to know that by showing him in the crowd, he was going to lose his job. And then you think, yeah. like, Teenage at the very least would be like, give him a sympathy job afterwards. Of course nope. not. Nope. Nope. And both Rory and Robbie were never seen again. You can't have one McAllister without the other. Yep. It's sad. Like, that really was the end of them. Because I think, I think Rory was injured at the time. And so it didn't really affect him until he got back from injury. And he comes back from injury. I think they did... I want to say they wrestled JBL in a handicap match, and JBL stiffed the hell out of them. I could be wrong, but I, I'm i pretty sure that happened. Well, yeah, of course. And so whenever Vince is mad at someone, he just puts him in the ring with JBL, and JBL goes to town. <laughs> um, other than that, anything else to say about the show? Uh, not really. I mean, it was Flair's last, like you said, last WWE match. Technically, it's supposed to be the last of his career, but good old TNA for you. Eh, I mean, the triple threat match was good. wasn't all that bad. No, like the triple threat was fine. Um, the reason why it didn't go last was they felt that, uh, because Hunter was supposed to win, surprise, surprise, but they felt that all oh, the main events were, yeah, all the main events are too predictable. So they changed. That was the only match that they could change the finish on. So they had Orton uh, retain instead. Go figure. Yep. Um, and 
Oh, by the way, and the other thing, if you ever want a good laugh, uh, look up the Charles Robinson Chariots of Fire video on YouTube. Um, uh, Jim Corderas gets bumped in the main event, and so Charles Robinson has to run down to uh, take over for him. And, oh, so, of course, somebody, somebody put it in slow motion to the Chariots of Fire theme, and it's just hilarious. Send me the link. Well, Brian, or you can, you know, just look it up. Yeah. Well, well, that was WrestleMania 24. Before we get into WrestleMania 25, we're going to take an audio interlude. Be right back. Anyone that's played Bob Backlund, there must be an explanation. You owe Arnold Scullin an apology. Maybe I should apologize. Maybe I should apologize. Well, that's... More like the Bob Backlund of old. That's more like the All-American boy. If finally you have seen the light, if you're going to apologize, go ahead. It's not maybe. Yes, I should apologize. I should apologize to yours truly. I should apologize to all these millions of people right here. I should apologize to Mr. Tunney, the president of the... To everybody involved in professional wrestling, forever ascertaining Arnold Stolen as my manager. From the day I chose him as my manager, it was all downhill. Wait a minute, you're not apologizing. Downhill. You're not apologizing for what you did to Arnold Stolen. Apologizing for choosing him. There was many managers, many managers that that wouldn't have thrown in the towel. The best state. The best day of my life was on July 3rd, 1994, because I realized that all you plebeians can't get with it. You don't have enough. You don't have enough courage. You won't pay the price to be successful. You're doomed. You're doomed for to down. You're down in life. I, I did more to try to boon your life than any athlete in the world. I sponsored kids' tournaments to try to help your children. That was then. That was a bop back in the bold. I never have ever eaten marijuana. I have never swore in front of my children. How many times, ladies and gentlemen, do you swear in front of your children? How many chemicals do you have in your cabinet at home? How many drugs do you have in your billfold? And why do you expect your children not to take drugs and not to smoke cigarettes and not swear when they're in school? You should be taking care of your children. I know where my child is at night. And she's definitely not out there with a gun. All right, Bob Backen, what does this have to do? What does this have to do with a cross-faced chicken wing to hold for which there is no defense, right? Well, what does this have to do with that? It has to do with discipline. It has to do with pride. And it has to do with determination. I'm proud of the chicken wing. And I'll retire if anybody can get out of it. And if any of these people in the Green Mountain State think they can get out of it, I'll be happy. Now wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. Look at that guy up there. He's a Brazilian. You're challenging. You're challenging. You're challenging a fan to come down to see if they can escape from the crossface chicken wing. He's not gonna come down here. He's brave up there. I know these people like the back of my hand. Ah yes, crazy Bob Backlund. Brian, you you're there? really channeling your. I said you're really channeling your Bob Backlund tonight, aren't you? Eh, you know, just searching the internet. <sighs> so, pet peeve time, Brian. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. After WrestleMania 24 came not WrestleMania 25, but the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Yes. yes. Now, Brian, why would that be a pet peeve of mine? I'm not sure, Emerson. Because it's not the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. The 25th anniversary would be the year before WrestleMania at that point. It was, like, the first WrestleMania was not the first anniversary of WrestleMania. Okay? Sure that. Okay. Yes. And so it was the 24th anniversary of the show. Good point. Other than that, this... This show will forever be remembered for one match and one match only, thank God. Um, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker in just, I don't know, like, this match was honestly, I, I, I know I said this a lot, but it's honestly like one of the three best WrestleMania matches ever. I mean, considering that the Undertaker fought this match with a concussion, 95% of it, yeah. Yeah. Yes, when Shawn Michaels pulled Sim Snuka too far away to catch Undertaker. Uh, That was Snuka said. Well, you could see he pulled Sim Snuka right where to stand, and Undertaker lands right in front of him. Part of that too was Undertaker's foot did get caught in the top rope. So yeah, and, and you know, true. by the way, leave it to leave, leave it to Shawn Michaels the Undertaker to be able to play up a count out spot, like it was the most <laughs> amazing spot ever. Was uh, yeah. them going for the count out? This is true. Yes. Um, this match, I think it went 30 minutes. If not, it went pretty close to 30. And is honestly the only reason to watch that WrestleMania. Um, It was probably the worst of, it was probably the worst Money in the Bank match they ever had. And then, of course, after Sean and Taker, they followed with the two title matches. Edge, John Cena, Big Show, and Triple H and Randy Orton. And there were 70,000 people in that stadium. Brian, how many of those 70,000 gave two craps about anything that followed Sean and Undertaker? Maybe 10,000. <laughs> that, that's being nice. I was going to say approximately zero. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> I had to get some credit. Nope. There was a pop in the first minute of the main event 
when Orton hit an RKO and then Triple H hit a pedigree, and that was it. <laughs> and it, it, it's just, like I said, it's just amazing that they did not finish the show with Michaels and Undertaker. Well, I don't think they knew how good of a match it was going to be. Oh, that's bollocks. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, Undertaker being in a streak match had basically been cemented as a main event WrestleMania match for a good two years. But I think yeah. this was the point when they realized it wasn't just a main event match, it was the main event uh, match. And, yeah, Hunter was smart enough. Like, first the next year, Sean, of course, gets the main event. And then who works with Undertaker the next two years to steal the show? Mm-hmm. Exactly. He didn't quite learn his lesson. <laughs> we'll get to in WrestleMania 29 when uh, CM Punk and Undertaker have just the most amazing knockdown dragout match, and Hunter decides to have his match go on next. Yeah. And we'll get yeah. into all that next Wednesday night. <laughs> Brian, you're starting to get excited for WrestleMania. Not really. I wish I was in California. Ooh, California. Honestly, with the weather over here in New Bedford, I wish I was in California right now, too. <laughs> yeah, this I think once they get out there, sure. I won't want to come back. Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, let's hear. Tomorrow's high is supposed to be 33. And then Friday and Saturday, uh, we're getting some precipitation. And it's supposed to get up to a high of 44 until dropping back down to the 30s next week. Yeah. What section are you in at Mania? Like, where are you sitting at? Um, I'm almost sitting directly across. So, from the stage. Like one like one twenty three, twenty two. Uh let me go see. Pain in my ass. I have to go pull up my tickets now. Alright. Grubble, grubble, grubble. Well, okay. okay. WrestleMania uh section one thirty. Okay. Okay. Yes. How much was that? How much was that? You don't mind me asking. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Okay. So no. let's see what I, can, what I can currently get. Okay. Hmm. What? Uh, it's, it's not the world is waiting. 
it's not allowing me to what call it. However, I could get a platinum seat uh, for fourteen hundred dollars a ticket. Oh, is that it? That's it. Uh, so, uh, Brian, you have uh, my offer as always. Um, you know, get a ticket. I've got a hotel room. You're more than welcome to join in. I've got two beds in said hotel room. And all you have have to do is have some money. Are you going to pay for my flight? No. That's why I said you have to have some money. (laughs) Well, let's see here. Let's see here. Flight. Okay. Oh, my God. We're going to do State College. And where are you flying into? San Jose. San Jose. Which one? <laughs> There's only one San Jose airport, Brian. The international airport, I'm going to say? Okay. Yes. Okay. Sir. Oh, departure. Thank God we got that noise there on the air. By the way, on StubHub, you can get a ticket to WrestleMania for $93. Just oh, saying. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look it up here right State now. College to San Jose. Okay, let's see here. $792. So you'd be at Loge 308, Row 3, and that's right behind the stage. It's not right behind oh. the stage. It's like, it's like above the stage. Oh, let me think about that for a second. No. Okay. So you want anything that you're not near the stage? Uh, looks like you do a hundred forty-eight dollars and fifty cents and be in the upper deck. Uh, let's see. If you wanted a seat where I'm sitting, two hundred sixty-five dollars currently. Not. I'll yeah. give you the money when I get there. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'll I'll wait to buy some since there's so many tickets left right now. I I think you're good if you wait till you know you arrive, Brian. Probably. And hey, who knows? You could end up uh, if you come out here. You could end up in Rusev or Sting's entrance. I could. Yes, they're looking for soldiers and scarecrows for the entrances. Oh. Tell me that. And I'll now. pay eleven hundred dollars. Ooh. Not too shabby. Will they pay for my airfare? Because if they do, I'm, I'm so No, they won't. They won't, because you have to actually get out there. Uh, what's the point of that? Well, Brian. It's been nice talking to you, but I have to wake up in seven hours for work. Bullshit. Alright. Um so just to plug things, by the way, I do want to, once again thanks thank you to Mr. Bruce Tharp for doing our show tonight on short notice pretty much. Um yes. check out nwaringside.com for the latest NWA TV show along with uh all the news and notes on the National Wrestling Alliance. NWA Legends uh is I believe the name of the service they're going to be starting up soon. Pull out your wallets cuz it sounds Wonderful and magnificent. Yes, it does. Um, and also, Stevie J again, 
uh, go over to angrymarks.com where he interviewed Phoenix Jones earlier this evening. Check it out right now. So, Brian, I'm not going to talk to you. We're going to have a show next week. We're going to have a show next Sunday, but we're not going to be live here in the studio again for two weeks. Sad. Tears in my face yes. right now, Emerson. I hope Tears you get some eyes. sleep next week. I'll make sure to uh, – actually, before we go, let me see what time I, I land in San Jose that Wednesday. Let's oh, okay. see. Uh, Got to go by our reserva- for our hotel reservation next year. Got to go by that. Um, let's see here. I arrive in San Jose at 7.38 Pacific time, which is 10.38 Eastern time. Okay. And that's after leaving Logan Airport at 11.24 a.m. Where are you flying out, Boston? Uh, going from Boston to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to San Jose. Nice. And then on the way back, my flight on Tuesday morning, the 31st, is at 6.15 a.m. Nice. And I get back into Boston at 4.56 p.m. So that'll yeah. make for a nice, fun, couple di- full days of travel. But, Brian, do you have anything else to say to the people out there? Uh, not really. I mean, have a great couple weeks, and we'll be back here live the day after, a couple days after WrestleMania. All right. So until next week, because we are doing a show next week, uh, this is Emerson. That's Brian. Good night and good luck. Good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.